Welcome to All About Balance, a podcast focused on finding the healthiest version of yourself. Here's our host, Abby. Today, we're going to be talking about food conversations with children. So it's really important as a parent that we are helping our children to learn about the nourishment of food and promoting um, a healthy relationship or promoting a good relationship with food um, for our kids. And the best way to do that is to have a good relationship ourselves so that way the, our kids can model our, some of our behaviors in that regards. One thing that makes it really challenging is if there are parents that are typically dieting their whole life, that can make it very problematic because that's what a child growing up sees. And so that is their normal. Whether that may or may not be beneficial, it's really important to pay attention to what are the, the messages that the child is getting by that person being on a constant diet. Um, is that person, is that adult or parent talking a lot about um, the macronutrients or talking about calories too much that it's putting too much pressure on the child to pay attention to certain aspects of their food? Or another aspect is, you know, when that adult is choosing different foods to eat from their family, that also can be a challenging time because ideally uh, research shows that the more we can do family meals together, the more impact and more beneficial it will be in the long run. So if we're making separate meals as adults, as our children, then what are we teaching our children for the long run? The other thing to keep in mind is that we really, as parents, do the best we can and nobody is perfect. And so that being said, we really want to make sure that we are setting our children up for um, good behaviors with the food. And there is so much outside influence, especially now with all the technology and the uh, social media platforms that Children, depending on their age, can get a lot of information, not only from those sources, but also friends and our family, and that can contribute to different aspects of what they think about nutrition. So anytime that we can really work with our children, um, whether it be going to the grocery store together and having them pick out a new fruit or a new vegetable or a new food, just to kind of help keep them involved no matter what their age As they get older, helping them prepare meals together with the parents so they get more comfortable in the kitchen, and then also potentially going through recipe books together and figuring out what is a new food or a new recipe that we can make this week to just give us more variety. And anytime we can help have our kids have more experience and um, more time in the kitchen as a family, it's going to be beneficial in the long run and make it easier for them to prepare meals on their own. Also, when we're looking at the different aspects of how we can provide a positive influence on our children, it's really important that we remember that kids at an early age have an internal set point so they kind of know where they're at for hunger and fullness. What happens over time is that as parents, 
if we are forcing them to finish their plate or forcing them to eat a certain amount, that's not really allowing their own bodies to be able to tell them when they're hungry or full. And over time, we can lose that ability of knowing our hunger and fullness when we're told something else. So many times as adults, we have to kind of relearn those new, those habits that we had back when we were two or three years old to be aware of our hunger and fullness cues. And so it is really, really important to be mindful of what we're eating, taking breaks in between, because a lot of times it takes around 15 to 20 minutes for us to recognize that we're full. And so if we're constantly eating without stopping, we may be then eating to a point where we're not feeling good because we didn't recognize soon enough that we were full. So just keep in mind that when we are um, working with food and eating with our children, we want to make sure that we are supportive. If at all possible, we're not putting foods in different categories like healthy or unhealthy or good or bad because that is just um, adding to the diet culture and adding to the challenges of foods. And so sometimes that may lead to kids hiding food because they are potentially fearful of their parents judging them on their food choices. If a food isn't allowed, sometimes that can be very triggering. And then again, that could create a situation where um, a child could potentially hide the food and have it in secret because they're not wanting anybody else to know. So anytime we can be open and encourage a good variety of foods and not condemn certain foods, allow a lot of different options, it's going to make it easier for the children to grow into a comfortable situation with food. Thanks for joining the podcast, All About Balance with Abby. If you would like to reach Abby, you can find her at abnutritionsolutions.com. This episode was produced by Craze Studios. Have a great day.